entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Turn the music up, turn me down. Google. Let's go get him again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good for this long, this hood. Ah, uh -huh, yeah. Ah, uh -huh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> it's, too, it's too be determined. It's going to stay. It's gonna stick. I think it's sticking. It's stuck. It ain't going nowhere. How was your week, man? Um, long week, bro. I mean, we had Thanksgiving just last week and everything. I was working all Thanksgiving. We wasn't able to go home and see our families. Thanks, Connecticut. I guess. <sighs> but I mean, we're alive. We don't got the Rona, so I mean, we got something to be thankful for. Goddamn it, Rona free as <laughs> usual. Hopefully we can keep it that way. Literally. But um, it's been a wild Wednesday. We have football on a Wednesday for a game that's supposed to be on Thanksgiving. But the Rona out here having it her way. Like <laughs> always. Teams, doing what she do. <laughs> you know, I don't want to meet her. I don't think I'm a meter, so we're the Odell. But, I mean, we saw, we saw a nice little game today, I guess. It was weird. Saw your guy Trace McSorley come in at John, throw a cute little touchdown. Why he got to be my guy? Why he not even my guy? I mean, I I do like Trace, you know. No, nah, it's your guy. You call me up, yo. Trace almost did the thing. Yo, he almost came back. Yo. He did. Stop, yo. If the safety made the tackle, we don't come down, take a bad angle. We're not even having this if, conversation. If we were singing "Shoulda, Coulda, Wouldas," then what? There'd be well, a lot of shit that would happen. Well, if, our, if Robert Griffin doesn't tear his hamstring because it's how he do, who knows what would happen? But that ain't even the biggest story today. <laughs> John Wall in a first-round pick is going from the Wizards to the Rockets for your motherfucking cousin, Russell Westbrook. But Shimmer? What the hell? Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that guy. So I don't know what's about to happen now. Like, is, is this a, is this a, yo, we probably about to move Harden too? Because it's crazy because we was just talking about, yo, what, what do we want to talk about Boogie Cousins going to the Rockets? And I'm like, ah, is there an angle on that, John? I don't think so. <laughs> you mean Boogie, we know Boogie type 26 and 12 type bull. Multiple injuries, lower extremities. It's tough to come back like like the guy you was, especially with his body type. Yeah, which is similar to a, a, a athletic fat guy like John Wall. Because if he sit down for two weeks, he gonna blow up. True. But now you got Wall in Houston. We're Harden as of now. Harden Wall Boogie. They probably win about forty games. Like, no, I ain't gonna. You try, you know. I don't be disrespectful. I just don't. I, I. It's hard for me to judge what the Rockets can be with John Wall because I'm a big Wall guy. Because I don't know what they're going to run in Houston with a roster that's pretty much small ball and Demarcus. I think they're expecting a lot from DeMarcus Cousins. And I think that's why they make this move. Like, I don't think you make this move if you're trying to blow everything up because 
yeah, you get John, uh, yeah, you get that first round pick, but how high is that first round pick going to really be? Like, depending on how well, you know, the Wizards are next season. So it's just, it's, it's kind of confusing on why they make that deal if they're not expecting to be a solid team this year. I don't, I mean, I understand. Do you, like, do you see where I, what, I, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if they're expecting DeMarcus Cousins to, to be what we know DeMarcus Cousins to be. But I don't think he, I don't think he has to score. Big, you got to remember also you have James Harden who's going yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to pick up that first, scoring and, Jay, and, the, and John Wall. This is the first big that that um, James Harden has had, who is a dominant back to the basket guy that can slow the game now, which isn't a bad thing because you know in the playoffs, all that run and gun stuff is out the window when it when it matters most. So right. from at from that aspect, I think it can help, but I'm interested to see what they do with the rest of the roster. Because if they move hard, then all bets is off, obviously. No, yeah, true. But so my thing is, my question to you is, what if they get 15 and 5 from Boogie every night? I think that I think that's solid. I think that does a lot for that team. If Boogie can go out there every night and give them 15, 5, and 6, that's all they need. Yeah, I mean – I think he doesn't have to be 25, eight and six. Like, like he doesn't have to be that guy anymore. No, no, he doesn't. And and he can, I think he's at the point in his career where he can accept that role. I think he could probably flirt with 17 and eight if he's good. Right. If they have a good system in place for him to utilize what he is now compared to what he used to be and also fitting in, a guard that you just got for tra- and you trade you traded away a guard and you got back almost the same type of player who doesn't really stretch the floor who's dynamic in the f- in, in 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 um in open space but it's also like we ain't seen John Wall in about three years either yeah lower extremity injuries and this is a guy whose game is predicated off of explosiveness first exactly. steps and 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 being shifty so. I mean, I'm a big wall guy. I hope he can come back and be him because I think him and Harden would be a dope little combo together. But it's kind of a unilateral, like kind of just like a. If you were the coach, so let me ask you this as well. If you were the coach, what type of offense do you think would fit with all the pieces that they currently have? And the, the Rockets? Have, yeah, the Rockets. Like what type of offense do you think that they should probably run? I would have to see what I have on the wings just to even – Think about setting up offense. Obviously, it's going to be a slower offense because you don't get Boogie to run up and down the floor knowing what he what he has. What he brings to the medical chart, and the same with John Wall. Now you expect John Wall to be back to normal. We saw him, you know, doing his thing, looking explosive, going at like Mike Beasley and them guys. So I would expect them to run something that is best fit for their star talents, which is an obvious statement, but. Right, I don't you're know all political on me, goddammit. I, I don't know what I would run. I don't know. I don't know what, what else the <laughs> roster is going to do. I can't just say, "Oh, we're going to run half of the triangle." No, <laughs> I don't know what we about to run. You know, you can't. You can't. You can't really gauge it because it's a unique fit. Because you, your, your two main guys that you now have added in Houston, yeah, they have sketchy medicals. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that I think that's the biggest point, and I think that's the biggest question mark about this team. And I, I, wing players, I, for that team, you can find decent wing players to fill out that roster. I don't think that's the biggest issue. I they think be the like, right ones, though. No, you're right, but I think the biggest issue and the and 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 the thing that people need to worry about the most, and that I think the Rockets are worried about the most, is the health of both John Wambly because if those two are healthy and can stay healthy throughout the season, and none of them catch the Rona, which we see in the NFL a lot right now, and we'll get to that later. But if that can happen, thing, they, things, can go well, things can go well for them. I'm just interested to see what they do, because now it's like, is this a fire sale in Houston? If, y'all if I'm out? James Harden, I went out. I don't want any parts of that, yo. Like, I don't want none of that. Like if, you if, can keep I'm, that. if I'm three, four years, five, six years younger and Harden, and I get wall with me in Houston, I'm going to the strip club every night with my guy. <laughs> but I'm trying to win now. He already turned down the bread, which basically means I want out anyway. There's not much that you can bring in. So maybe this is a move that all right, we want wall here. We'll take the money. We'll take the first first round pick. We'll shift out. We'll ship out Harden to get. Lord knows what we can get a haul for him, and rebuild that way. So now it's like you look at Washington, and it's like, well, I guess Brad Bill's not going nowhere. But does that fit with how Russell Westbrook plays? I, I don't. I don't get that. It's, it's, it's weird. Why do you want Russell Russell Westbrook? You don't like man. Russ though. I don't like his game. Like, can we let's 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 clarify you the narrative? Hate the Brody. Let's clarify the narrative. The narrative is that you I do not Brody. like his oh, game. My name is Billy Tyson. I hate the Brody. Thank you. Thank you. All I'm saying is that if he played more of the two and he was in some type of offense that allowed erratic play and a bevy of turnovers then I'd be with it. But that's not NBA offense. It's not. He's not efficient enough for me. And all this shit talking about he got the triple dub, he MVP. I don't want to hear none of that shit because he don't got no ring. And don't nobody want to play with that mofo. Nobody. KD, Harden, um, um, uh, Chris Paul. Don't none of them want to play with him. I mean, <laughs> Paul George. Paul George got a lot of issues. Chill. <laughs> Apparently. Allegedly. He has a lot of issues. So he says. That's all I'm saying is he says he has a lot of issues. We can get to him in a second. <laughs> um, I just, I like the move for Washington through the optics of Brad Beal. Because it gives him someone who can count on to, at worst, be healthy to play. Because when when Bill took that next step to, to being who he was last year, averaging damn near 30, he's healthy. He's understanding who he is as a player. And now his running mate who was with him when they were starting to be kind of sort of that, those, those guys, wall hurt, wall hurt again, wall wakes out of his, out of his sleep gets up out of his bed, hurts his leg again. He's going for three years. So now it's like Brad's like, well, I mean, I, I guess I can rock with Russ. But, like, now what does that do for everybody else? Because they got a young team. 
they growing and they growing a, a actually more in them it's like that's cool but it's I'm what are they doing the, i'm interested to see i'm more interested to see what the wizards do because i yeah. know that those players over there aren't going anywhere i think Harden probably out <laughs> he probably it's, signed a beer deal somewhere else he's ain't he's no of- way you turned out 50, 50 million dollars 50 million dollars <laughs> Who's that now? Chelsea Clinton? Who's the kid named Chelsea? Who's the trade? Chelsea Clinton? It's like Chelsea Grammar. You can't, you can't <laughs> trade that. You can't trade that. I mean, but no, you don't. You don't. You don't opt out of that fifty million dollar contract to then stay on the team. Like you don't opt out of fifty million co- of fifty million dollar contract and then say, you know what? I got faith in y'all. I'm a rock. With me and John Wall and and Boogie Cousins, no, I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. I'm James Harden. <laughs> I'm top three MVP voting every year. I'm doing what I feel like I'm doing out here on the on the on the floor. I'm not staying here with no John Wall. Sorry, <laughs> can't do it. Won't do it. Can't happen. It's a bad job. I mean, since we talk, since you mentioned the Rock, I mean, we might as well pass that joint and go to the NFL, man, because. We had the Ravens play tonight, and the Steelers played. The Steelers are finally um, – they both shoot, they finally played the damn game after yeah, it being postponed three, four times. <laughs> I would be fed up if I, was, if I was in that situation, honestly. And it's like I don't get why they didn't just postpone it to, like, maybe the end of the season. It was just – they, no, they don't want that week 18 headache, man, because you got to think. They gotta shuffle around so much. But they, but but what the NFL has told everybody is that they are prepared to do anything and everything that they need to do to make sure everybody's safe and they play all the games that need to be played. See, but I don't. They I don't said, believe that. I don't believe that because James, what they told us early this morning, they talking about yeah, two more players got tested positive, but but but. They wasn't on the plane, though, so we good. Nah, cuz. No, bro. No. No, 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 The virus ain't like, oh, y'all, y'all on the plane? All right, I'll have right. that. No. <laughs> they don't just stop because y'all closing in PJ doors. But 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 we had we do have to clarify, though. I mean, the way the NFL has straightened, strictening the protocols, there have been no more really in-person meetings anymore. They've all been virtual from Zoom. Every time yeah, they're I mean, in practice, they're all going straight to their individual homes or hotels. So there's very limited contact of them, you know, you know, interacting with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But when it starts fucking with the bottom line, you have a problem. Because yeah. we was thinking, uh-oh, <laughs> turkey, yams. Bears, peas, all that. The song is coming around. Oh, we want to watch Lamar Jackson and the Steelers go at it. Nah, nah, we got to wait a couple more days. All right, cool. We still about to watch Lamar Jackson and the Steelers go at it. Nah, nah, we're going to wait another day. Well, damn, Lamar got the Rona? I'm out. Because now I got to sit and watch RG3, who I'd like to do well. I, I, I like to see him do well. I do too, man. Like, that whole RG3 situation He gets hurt again. And it's like, we were robbed of a good game. I mean, it was a solid game. Division. Yeah, I was about to say it was, it was still a pretty watch. good game. It was a good watch, but I would rather see Lamar play. I don't want to see a backup. I mean, and they didn't have any. They had one running back in in Edwards. They didn't have Ingram. They didn't have J.K. Dobbins. They both had the Rona. <laughs> 
They was it's dancing just, with Rona tonight. <laughs> it's, just, it's just tough to me because like I'm watching the game, man, and one thing that popped into my head, I'm like, the Steelers are a wide receiver factor. For sure. Heinz Ward, Antoine Randall L, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant. I was about to say Martavis Bryant. Juju. Ju- 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 Ju. <laughs> Chase Claypool. Deontay. Ju- like, Ju- that's, eight, that, that's eight right there, and it's like, if something struck me, I was like, damn, the Eagles can't do none of that. Chill. I know you don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you don't like that. Ooh, Especially because your cousin, <laughs> your cousin Howie, Howard, I guess. We're calling him Howard. Howard the Duck. Not Howard Eskin. Howard Roseman. Dude, they in the same category for me. Both them motherfuckers. Uh, I didn't know you had animosity towards him. Yeah, cornball. You know, come on now. Don't act like you don't, you don't know. I don't know anything about you. Know, don't act All like I oh, know is this former fanatic is playing politics again. This guy, okay. So you, oh, you trying to really stay It's cool. If I knew more, oh, I, I understand. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's okay. I understand. I just don't know, bull. You just try to keep relationships. It's cool. Just say nah, that. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, bull. But what I'm saying is your guy, Howie, had a chance to go grab two receivers the last two years for y'all team. You couple that with the greatest regression from a quarterback in the modern era. <laughs> and you got the Philadelphia Eagles. God, can we? Is it not? How do you go from yeah, – you went from MVP, high school, you was the man, homie. <laughs> Why we uh, – can, can, we, can we really stop acting like Carson Wentz having one down season is this tumultuous? Because it's like it, – it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Trust me. I'm watching the damn games. It's bad. Bad, bad is like leaving your window cracked. And a snowstorm or rainstorm slide through. Bad is like, damn, I just ran a red light. Hope I ain't get caught type of <laughs> Bad is like backing up and tapping something you ain't see. Tapping the curve, getting a bubble on your wheel or something. Exactly. That ain't Carson Wentz. That is. Carson that- Wentz is playing terrible. Very bad joint. Oh, but you gotta also oh, realize the pack in the wheel, bad joint. No, like. not the pack in the wheel. Not oh, the pack in the having, wheel. He went from having the world in his hand. To a steady, steady decline. Now, some of it is injuries. A lot of it is injuries. Right now, he's playing behind. Right now, going to the next game, he will be playing on his 11th or 10th offensive line combination this season. And we are not even at the end. Phillip Rivers did it in a flourish. You hate that guy, but I mean, he he was throwing for five thousand yards, keeping keep keeping the Chargers, you know, respectable. Philip Rivers, he was good with all those changes at the front line. So it's like now he just got blown team. out last week by Tennessee. What are we talking about, yo? Talking about San Diego Super Chargers, Philip Rivers, when they was out there with a revolving door of ten day contract. Line but didn't they have? But 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 didn't they have LT back then? Didn't they have Antonio Gates? Uh, not for all those years, no. I uh, definitely had Antonio Gates yeah, for sure. Yeah, but the, the, I'm talking about the years where, like, they were shuffling through the, you know, the stat that you just threw at me with the ten, uh-huh. eleven wideouts. One, two. They three. had ten. They they had ten or eleven. It was, it was more like twenty. We can look at it later. We'll 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 circle back. 
We will. But what I'm saying is, I don't think the issue is just Carson Wentz because I see what he is, and he's a quarterback that's struggling for whatever the reason is. He's struggling. The bigger issue for me with y'all is y'all front office looks in that. And and so like here's here's the real issue. You want to get it out when you talk about <laughs> when you talk, <laughs> bro. When you talk about take a deep breath. Pro bowlers and drafting well. The last pro bowler that the Eagles have drafted is in 2013. And just take a wild fucking guess who that one player is. 2013? Deshaun Jackson? Is that is that who that is? Not playing with me. You know who it is. It's damn Carson, bro. Oh, that guy. It was so it was so long ago. And it's like <laughs> so long ago. The craziest part is a lot of people who are now like, "Ooh, the Eagles suck." You know, they whiffed on Justin Jefferson. A lot Which of them. Don't... Calm down. Which I, I, did. I, 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 I don't know. I like Jalen Rager. I like Jalen Rager. I'm just saying. No, you don't, yo. He ain't don't even see the guy. Let's give him some you time. Got the wrong That's, what That's what I'm saying. We haven't seen enough of him. We've seen Justin Jefferson hit his drone <laughs> every Sunday. Justin Jefferson's played the whole season. I digress. What I'm saying is that a lot I mean, of people... also saw DK Metcalf do his thing on y'all, but... Show that was... You don't even got to bring shit up. All right. You know what? Uh, you you no, 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 it's cool. No, no, it's cool. No, it's all right. How about you guys you missed? No, it's cool. Guys you missed. You're good. You missed them. Yeah, we're, we're fine. Mr. Pig. Can I go? I'm hurt. <laughs> That's you. Yes, keep going. I'm listening. Howie Roseman has a long history of whiffing on draft picks. And it wasn't until right before that, that Super Bowl run where, you know, we were on the, still on the fence with Howie. We, we weren't, you know, we didn't agree with his moves. But that Super Bowl year, um, a lot of the pieces came together, like Brandon Graham, who, you know, people deemed as a bust when we got him out of Michigan. And then he started to flourish at the end of his career. Like, so some of those pieces started to come together. Carson Wentz started to play in an elite level. We made a big blockbuster trade to get Jay Ajahi that year. So we were all feeding into the Howie hype and he swindled us because Howie he reverted back to his old ways. Because now y'all have a fucking problem. Because there's, we don't have no talent. Y'all have zero talent on the outside. And all these expensive-ass contracts. Y'all have an incredibly productive running back in Miles Sanders, who I fuck with. Yeah, he's crazy. But y'all have a very, very big problem because y'all, for some reason, keep throwing out Jalen Hurts like he's Taysom Hill or some gadget Denard Robertson type of guy, which he's not because he's a quarterback. And I don't know about you, but when I was watching y'all play, and they had the audacity to bring in Jalen Hurts for a random play, they had a flag thrown, so they had to redo the down, and they run the same damn play. He gets a completion, they take him out. Why? What was the point of having him in there? If you're gonna play, if you're gonna play Jalen Hurts at all, it's only, to me, it's only two ways you can go about this. You either play Jalen Hurts for a game, a quarter. Or a half. Or you don't play that guy at all. Because the medium that y'all have right now, this 
obvious, yo, we're going to put him in. We're going to have Carson Wentz line up as a receiver. We're going to run some bullshit. That's not – that's Pop Warner Pal League coaching. And that, that's where, like, we, we bring it back to the, to the conversation that we started with of the front office. That's – that like, like – that's Howie Roseman trying to force Doug Peterson into something that Doug clearly knows is not the right thing to do, but is doing it because that is the chain of command. Now you got Jeffrey Lurie having to now maybe even come step in and, and figure everything out because this is the same thing Jeffrey Lurie had to do when Chip Kelly was here. People may forget. I know it was a long time ago, but it's the same goddamn thing. Jeffrey Lurie is one of those owners, and Stephen A. said this, Jeffrey Lurie is one of those owners that trusts that, that has a lot of trust in his coaches and, and the people he appoints to certain positions. So he lets Howie do what the fuck Howie does because he has faith in Howie and Howie's proved that to him in certain years, which he has. He has. To be fair, Howie has. But Howie needs to bring it – like, I don't know. There's something about Howie. I don't know if it's a little man complex. I don't know. It, I don't know what the fuck it is. But he believes that he is the smartest person in the room at all times, and that is his downfall time and time again. There's no reason why everybody's telling you to grab Justin Jefferson in the draft and you grab Jalen Rieger. I just said that I like Jalen Rieger, but it's the fact of why are you not listening to people who you are hiring to make these decisions? I'm confused. Because you're not the man that is going on all these scouting trips because you're sitting there chilling in your million-dollar crib with your kids to, uh, to, uh, spinning dreidels. So what is we talking about? Are you, uh, are you Some bullshit. I'm tired of this, man. Rob your medulla oblongata. God. Get your woosa on. <sighs> woosa. Because you know what it sounds like? It sounds like the milk's gone bad. It's it's, it's <laughs> right. Sounds like the milk has gone bad. It's moldy. <laughs> bad. It's moldy. Cottage cheese-ish. <laughs> it's thick. You like that? It's it curdled and all that. It's a smoothie. <laughs> so my question to you: It's a smoothie. It's a smoothie. Let me ask you this: I need to know. So if it comes down to it, how we are done? If one of them has to go which I think one of them will be going, if not both, Howie or Doug? I think it's Howie. I think Howie too many times year after year has not made the right decisions and, and, and just can't adapt himself. And, like, that's been the biggest struggle. Like, Doug Peterson, he has his faults. I'm not going to lie. But Doug, I've seen Doug throughout his whole tenure in Philadelphia doing shit that doesn't work and intentionally – changing it like I've seen him adapt to his situations I've seen him adapt throughout the season I've seen him make solid in-game adjust adjustments I just think Doug Peterson needs an elite offensive coordinator who's very um forward thinking um and can bring a new a a new a new look to this offense I just don't think that Doug Peterson is as good of a uh, a scheme creator as we gave him credit for I think that was more so Frank Wright and we missed the ball on that, and shit happens. But he's a solid coach. He's a guy in the locker room. He knows how to take control of a locker room. Guys respect him. He kind of knows how to handle the media. He will fumble, fumble over his words and sound like an idiot and, and not make any sense at all. But he knows how to manage that shit. Howie, on the other hand, he's had one good year where we were like, 
great job, bro. We want to see more. And then the rest of the years and the, and the rest of his tenure, he's done jack shit. So, sorry, but your milk's going bad. I, I, the milk is definitely going bad. What I don't like with all that shit that you just said, I don't like the subtle campaigning for Eric Bieniemy to come to Philly. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you I, like <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't I, like, I like that. To be honest, though, I don't. I would love for him to be on the Eagles roster, but I don't want that. I want him to be a head coach in the NFL somewhere. Unless Doug Pig is fired and y'all try to hire him, but it's like. Which I, I mean, wouldn't be opposed of it. That would be dope, but then you would have to have someone in the front office who's going to go get guys that he can have fun with. But he, I, he's got, you, you're right. He, we do need more talent. Like, as, as, good, as good as we think he can be, a lot of what we see and a lot of the creativity and flexibility that he has as a call, play caller, whether it is solely him or him in a collaboration of Andy Reid in Kansas City, they have too many options of people that can score and too many weapons that complement each other. They have the tight end. They have multiple backs. They have the quarterback who can throw wherever. And they have speed guys everywhere. It's hard to guard that. Y'all have none of that. Especially I mean, I would... lose Ertz. So it would, be, it would be hard for me to think that the enemy would come to Philly. But I would love to see that happen. <laughs> I would love to see that happen. To be honest, we I mean, if you get the right GM in there, you know, you flip Ertz for maybe a linebacker, you drag like there's some there's there's some solid wide receiver prospects who aren't gonna go for who aren't yeah. first rounders this year and that are gonna be in the draft. That's and a guy, guys who can create who have speed and can create space. There's a lot of options in this year's draft. That's why we need we need to get Howie the fuck out. Because I I don't I, I don't have any faith in him making solid decisions. You draft Jalen Hurts for what reason? Y'all said Taysom Hill. We are now week what fifteen in this 13, 11, 12. I mean, it doesn't like, matter what week we're in. We're deep we into the zero. NFL season, we and we zero. have yet to see him use in a productive manner. I've yet to see him in the slot and be sent in motion for a jet sweep. I've yet to see him run a 15 and out. I've yet to see him run a curl pattern. So it's just like, what are we doing? The thing, you know why you're not seeing none of that? Because he's not Taysom Hill. He's a quarterback. Right. <laughs> That you're, that 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 they try to sell as this multifaceted player because he can be mobile, and I don't like that. I don't like it either. For real, no, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And, and for all y'all, I mean, and for all y'all talking about my man Carson, uh, y'all guy, your your guy Ben Roethlisberger has had a similar season in two thousand eight where he guy? had your guy. Your guy, like he had 17 oh. tutties and 15 picks in that same season and only threw for three uh, 3,301 yards. So, I mean, this isn't something new, and they both both of these happened in their fifth seasons in their career. I'm just saying. So, ah. this isn't anything This isn't anything that's new or peculiar or one of a kind. No, 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 it it's is. Ben Roethlisberger the year prior was not a fucking MVP front-running Um. Player. Um, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, he, he was selected wasn't. to the Pro Bowl the year no. prior. He was selected so? to the Pro Bowl the year prior. He so what? What do you mean? So what? That's because you got selected to the Pro Bowl. Don't make he you. threw for thirty-two touchdowns. What are oh. you talking about? Carson Wentz had thirty-three touchdowns before he got hurt. Stop. 
Okay. Exactly. Just They're both elite. Thank you. No, 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 no. Thank you. The, no, the, thank difference, you. Thank the you. difference is when Ben Roethlisberger did that, he wasn't considered the MVP of the NFL. Carson Wentz was going to be the MVP of the NFL, which means if he would have won that, John, and then proceeded to do what he is doing now, it would have been for sure cemented the biggest drop-off we've seen of a quarterback in a long time. That's what would have happened, for sure. So right, you should in a long time. No, in a long time. Yeah, true. Long time, yeah, but not but ever. Ben Roethlisberger isn't the reference. Can't be, because he wasn't in the conversation of MVP. Sorry. He was, he was, he was, he, was, he uh, had a bowl by then. He had a bowl by then. What are we talking about? Okay, but he was an MVP. Joe Flacco he got a bowl. People not expecting him to do anything. Stop. He was a top five. He was a top five quarterback at that time. Was he or was he not? Okay, but his fall off year wasn't y'all being three nine and one. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> In a division, who's going to be a? I mean, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, with Ben Roethlisberger playing in a fucking pandemic, though, like, what are we oh really saying? With no oh. off season. With no offseason, with no OTAs, <laughs> I'm just asking for a friend. Y'all told me he was the best quarterback in the division, so he should he be is. cool with that. He is. He has he the is. only coach. He has the only coach who didn't have a change in your division. I'm confused. I mean, but they still had a lot. The most stable they front had... office in the division was y'all's, and y'all are jack shit. Her whole wide receiving core got turned over. So what are we really saying? Okay, but you had a and no oh. offensive. Oh, no offensive you line. Over, we didn't start. We didn't even coach. start the. We didn't start the season with a starting offensive line. With our starting offensive line, you rolled over the head coach. We two two, coach two offensive linemen. Our, our starting left tackle, most important offensive lineman position. Our starting right guard, both out for the season, week one type shit. No OCAs. No training camp. That's not comparable to you guys rolling over the same coach that you had the year prior of the pandemic when everyone else in your division has year one coaches in a new area and they all doing fucking better than y'all. I'm sleep. Barely doing better than us. Relax. Barely is better than not. Thank you very much. I guess we're playing horseshoes. I mean, hey, the only person I know who's playing horseshoes is your cousin Paul George. Who almost was doing good until so he came out and said all this wild shit, and I don't like it. I don't like it, not one bit. And I used to be a big Paul George guy. Like I got. Don't you got his sneaks in the in the closet, y'all? Yeah, I be hooping with them. They comfy, they cozy. A lot of people getting hurt in them right now, but we ain't going to get into that. My thing is this: <laughs> what you been thinking? We're, we're watching the implosion of the Clippers. My name's T. Roy. That's what I've been. We're watching the implosion of the Clippers. I love it because everyone propped the Clippers up. Oh, two top-tier wings, da, 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 Kawhi, da, Paul George, da, da, Lil Will, two girlfriends, Montrez Harrell, energy. Da, we got Zuba. Why are you doing Lil Will business out like that, though? You Aaron. Pat Bev out here working out in black butters on the beach. We coming for y'all to – no, dead. Now we find out why. Because the front office, which is a theme today, <laughs> milk went bad over there. Because they're letting Paul George and Kawhi do whatever they want. Call the shots. Kawhi's living in San, San Diego, coming in late for the plane rides and all that. That's cool. I don't really have a gripe with that because we know the best players on the team get preferential treatment. That's just how it goes. Nature of the game. But the problem arises when the people who get a preferential treatment are on the same caliber of player. Because you got one guy who's Paul George. 
You got one guy who's Kawhi Leonard. You take them both, take the names both away, and they both are going different places. They win on multiple teams. They're trying to chase chips, whether you call it that or not. One guy did it, did it his own way, got chips before he went on a one-year tour around the globe up in Canada and got a chip. That Paul George guy, you don't get that preferential treatment and then get the respect from the players in your locker room, especially if you're carrying it in a way as if you think that you've done something. He's done some things in the league, but it seems to be that that locker room doesn't really respect Paul George as a player. Because most people understand, oh, he's the second best player on the team. I mean, I guess he can come late to a he can come late to a to a couple meetings. He can do X, Y, and Z. He can get away with a little bit more because that's how sports go in the hierarchy of top tier players, your secondary players, and then everybody else. But now it just sounds like he's given us a bunch of excuses for why he personally didn't play well. He's on your guy's shit. All the smoke talking about. Yeah, man, Doc using me like I'm J.J. Reddick coming off of pin downs as opposed to me getting pick and rolls and da-da-da. I'm a pick and roll player. I want to get the ball in certain spots. Time out, brother. Time out. <laughs> Hold on. Hold the phone. Put that bitch down. You had a career year in the pick and roll from what the stats and info folks tell me. <laughs> That's so what he was saying. usage in that area. He was and asking for more pick and rolls. I don't even get into that type of advanced stat shit because I don't feel it. But for the sake of the conversation, it's like, well, let's say Doc was using you wrong. You then turn around and throw him under the bus even more, saying, yeah, we up 3-1. We ain't worried even if we dropped the first game of the clinchers. We ain't worried. We dropped the second one. Nah, game seven, we lost. Damn, what happened? You telling me Doc ain't make no adjustments. I get that coaches have a scheme and all that, but at some point, you got to go be a basketball player. Not, I mean, Doc ain't draw up a play and say, yo, I'm going to give you this wide open three in the corner, hit the side of the backboard, my nigga. No, he ain't say that. Damn sure ain't say that. Not in, not in winning time. Maybe in pig, but nah, not, not, not in the playoffs. I think Paul George is – He's grasping for reasons why he didn't perform well, and he's trying to find an out because you got to remember, Paul George is not used to being in no damn limelight. He played in Indiana, he played in Oklahoma City, and now is in LA. That's a different beast. That media is not the same as those he's from markets. He's from, he's from Cal. That's cool, but he wasn't bold like we talked about. Paul George grew into the type of player that he is today. He I mean, wasn't his fandom big, is because of his talent being 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 what it is. That's true. That's what I'm saying. So now he's 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 realizing that oh shit, I I'm brought in here to be the second guy, and there's a lot of pressure. And when shit goes south, they're looking at me. Yeah, bro. They're looking at you. That's what happens when you're number two. That's what comes with it. When you're winning, you get the accolades as well. But when you're losing, you get that shit too. And if you're not ready to take that shit on head on, then maybe you're not a number two. Because I don't know no real number fucking two that's going out here 
blaming their coach for the play calls that they made and the scheming. I don't know any player, any real number two, no number one for damn sure that's out here criticizing their former coach or current coach. It don't matter. I've never seen that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it either. And, I mean, we, we saw Paul George come out and, you know, say he was getting attacked and all that during during the bubble, which – You deserved, really- bro! <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is warranted if you play bad, but, you know, social media is a different beast and everybody can't handle it that is. type of it criticism is. when you constantly see it and now you're questioning yourself because at the end of the day, there are people as well. I understand all of that. The you problem. That sounds like a you problem. Maybe, maybe it is a him problem. I would have rather him not even really shed too much light on that. Exactly. You know, like you don't, you don't owe us an explanation for why you played bad, bro. Damn sure don't. Let let us not know when motherfuckers speculate. (laughs) I mean, we not look. If you was going through something, bro, cool. You ain't got. You don't owe us anything. And if but that when was you come what, out and you make these statements, it opens you up. It opens your box up even more for people to reach their hand in and pick out your faults. Exactly. So now everybody's looking at you crazy. Everybody swiping a cookie. Everybody putting their hand in the jar trying to see what, what good is popping out. <laughs> oh, he's soft. Oh, he not he not confident. It's a care oh, package. He, he can't be a number two. Hey, hey, oh, hey. He don't he don't he don't deserve this preferential treatment. He ain't Kawhi. He ain't the claw. It's like, it's tough for me because I, I like his game. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, bro, like, like I said, you don't owe us anything. Any explanation. You mean, you don't just get in the gym, come back and do your thing. You got a, you got a redemption year. The, the, the Clippers made a, made a nice little, little uh, off-season transaction so far. Luke Kennard and guys like that, Spacers, they brought back Reggie Serge Jackson. Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, that's big. Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard. That's, that's, that's solid. And you still got Kawhi and yourself, bro? Like, relax. Yeah, you can come back and redeem. You don't, got, you don't owe us anything, man. You don't got to pull the curtain back on that. But I get it. You know, sometimes it's hard. I to understand. Speak. You want to speak your truth. Yeah, speak, like. Speak it. And then everybody talking like they know shit. And it's like, damn, y'all don't even know. This is really what it is. And it's like, bro, but you got to also, yeah. like, here's where people have to take pages that are like guys like Bron's book and whatnot. Because it's like, you don't always need to say everything. Like, the thing is, everything that he said, he's not wrong about any of it. He's and, that's why, and that's why I can't even really try to, like, kill him. Because he's not wrong. Doc Rivers got him running around on pin downs and all that. That's really not his game. Just because I can catch and shoot at a high clip don't mean you put me in that box. But that's also taking away my versatility and and what makes me me. I I hear you to a certain extent, but that's a fine line now. That's on Paul, though. Because if the coach is putting you in that, and Doc Rivers is no scrub, but he's not the type of guy who's going to put a guy in a situation where he can't flourish. You have to buy in. When you talk about those Celtics teams and why they were so successful, it was because guys like Kevin Garnett, guys like Rajon Rondo, guys like um, Ray Allen bought into his system and bought into doing things that they normally weren't used to doing, but did them because they believed in the system and they believed in each other. And that's something that Paul George clearly hasn't been able to do. I don't think he understands the concept of a team. 
That matters. You're going to have to do shit that you don't want to do and not bitch about it. That's true, but there's also a truth to him being used as For the sure. quote JJ Reddick, especially when more times than not, whoever is opposite of him, guarding him, can't really do nothing with it. For sure. But you can't in the full office. I mean, we heard KD beautifully describe that years ago. Like, yeah, I could post so and so up and score every play, but I, that's not winning basketball. Exactly. And that goes back to your point of buying in and Maybe he didn't buy it. Maybe he needed. Maybe they needed a full year to really figure out each other's roles and stuff. Because like Rome wasn't built in a day. Like we know that. You know, it's 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 hard to combine two wings as opposed to combining a LeBron and an AD because they're two different positions that can play off of each other. I can I can feed AD in the flow and still get everybody else involved. Yeah, it's more natural. I'm not really running Paul George, Kawhi Leonard picking roles because that's that it don't mesh that way. I mean, they you could, could they could like, run some of them. They could run some sprint screens and things of that. Every, I mean, it just. I mean, he'd have Paul, to be you like a third, you need a third weapon to do that. Yeah, exactly. You need somebody in the corner. Maybe maybe Reggie Jackson could be that guy, but it's like I, eh. I don't think he shoots consistent enough at the three for. Nah, but he can catch on the move and, and, and put pressure he, on for a four. Can, he like, can, he can, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a tricky it's, subject. It's, but I mean, since I mean, we're talking, I mean, I don't know, since we're talking about Doc Rivers, we might as well talk about my Sixers a little bit, too. Because I'm just not sure if we fully touched on enough about um, us getting a Curry, um, oh Seth, to be exact. And uh, I don't know. Just, Ew, yo, look at your glow. I'm just right. really happy, you know. See me oh, smiling. I just can't wait till the 18th till you know. You just told me you don't even like curry. No chicken. No no nothing like. Curry shrimp, me, curry? baby. Curry shrimp, you don't me, eat baby. Shrimp? I do eat shrimp. Stop. I am. <laughs> Whatever you say, strippy. But I mean, it's a dope move. I like y'all. I like y'all. Y'all line up. I do. I do. I like it. I think. I think people are undervaluing what Seth Curry is because you hear of him as the baby. Baby Curry, he's like, oh, like he's he can just shoot a little bit. He got a little bit more. He got a little bit more than just catch and shoot. He can get off the dribble a little bit. He can yeah, he can throw. way better than his brother can for sure. I don't know what. We're not going to do that at all. We're talking what? about what Steph Curry does everything better than his brother. Stop. I don't know about that. Stop. What does Seth Curry do better than Steph? I think I think in terms of. Driving to the hole, I think for sure. I'm born, yo. Stop. For sure. Stop. No way. He's a better, uh, Seth Curry is a better shooter, for sure. 100%. A what? But in terms of getting to the cup. Yo, yo Seth, Seth Curry is a better. Time out. Bro, Did you just Seth say Seth shooting. Curry is a better shooter than his brother, Stephen Curry? No, 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 no. Stephen Curry is a better shooter. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure you got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Curry is far better. Way better shooter than Seth. Bro, he's a better Seth driver. Seth is a better – you said what? He's a better driver than him, too. You just like, – you just – you're thinking of it as a dribble drive pull-up game. Okay, Curry don't yeah. pull up that much. I am – I am – Curry, Curry heavy – Curry heavy break you down, straight line, use my body, lay other side. Seth can do that a little bit, but he a heavy one, two, dribble, step back, side step. But Seth, no, Seth can – that's what I'm saying. Seth can do both, and that's why I think he's better. No. I don't like that you're saying this. I don't like that you're saying. I mean, this. you don't have to like it, but you just I don't, I don't, like it. It. I don't know if you watch him 
All right. Whenever I say shit no, that you no. don't agree with, it's always, I don't know if you see. Bitch, I've seen enough. All I was going to say was, I don't know if you saw him over there on Dallas doing anything opposite of Luca Legend who was about to get signed by Brian. <laughs> That's all I was trying to say. I'm well aware you watched him because we both watched Luca because that boy <laughs> bad. And so bad because job. of that, we got an up-close personal look of uh, about 40 or so Seth Curry games. He got more than meets the eye. No, for sure. He has more than meets the eye. I like the move, man. I like y'all roster. But what's this you talking about? Uh, Luca was supposed to sign a deal under Nike, but then ended up signing with Jordan because Brown was trying Nike to Nike wasn't ready for it. Was that Brown like what I was to, hearing? Yeah, Brown was trying to sign Luca to the team LeBron uh Nike shoe deal type joint. Wouldn't that be, that would have been cre- to me, I don't know why Nike like we all give Nike so much credit for being so innovative and ahead of the times. And it's like, how do they not see that as being a monstrous opportunity? It's a lot that goes into that. I get because the it's politics. One thing, it's one thing to have an athlete have his own brand under a bigger umbrella. But it's another thing for that athlete to then take in the next biggest thing who just so happens to be an international star. Now, you would think on the surface, you should just do that no-brainer. But I feel like there's a lot of language we don't know about that's way above our head. Yeah. It goes into, yo, my name's LeBron. I'm trying to sign Luca to my shoe deal and have y'all distribute that joint. I don't know if they're going for that. Especially still playing in the league. That's a little – that's a mucky water. Now, that's what I'm saying. Active, like, think about that. We have the Lakers and the Mavs today in Western Conference Finals, and Luca is wearing the new LeBron Luca twos for the for the for the finals. LeBron Luca twos. Think about that. I'm just probably be fired though. Hey yo, new cat. Yo, they probably like the Lakers uh, times the Mavs, John. They got blue yeah. and yellow. Yeah. I don't even want to think purple and light blue. And now he's signed to Jordan. It's just like. I'm probably not going to try to get no Luca Jays, but you know, it could be, they could be. Nobody, could be, I don't see why, I don't see why they do that. I, and maybe this might have deterred them from letting Braun do it, but I, no player has really worked under Michael Jordan. Like, I'm trying to think. D Wade was under him. Chris Paul still is kind of under him, but nobody really wears fucking Chris Paul's. I had Chris Paul's back in the day when that's Fire Jones. Russ. Russ, like, I mean, Melo's Jones was hot. I'll say that. Melo, niggas was about from like like people going out and grabbing them or people who's just under Nike, I mean, under Jordan. Just like people going out and grabbing them, like having to be a lucrative, oh, I mean, having to be successful. I mean, I've seen some people go out and grab the rushes because of, you know, it, it being rushed and all, but not many people go out and grab the, grab the, grab the Jordan sneaks like that. That's Let's say the actual Jays. So that, that's what I'm saying. People going to go grab them Pumas, though, or the Kuzma. No, that that's really about to be my. I think that when like when stuff comes back, I think my next shoe purchase because Kobe's are gonna be like impossible to get. So my next shoe purchase is Pumas. I'm I'm grabbing a pair of Pumas, either that or the Joel Embiid's, for sure. You're not gonna get the Greek freaks. It's like nah. <laughs> I'm good, you, know. you know how them, I carry it. Them Jones is trash, dog. Them All right, so but we gotta get to our yay segment, bro. Like to cap off the show, you already know how we do it. Yay segment time. So I'm watching I Am Athlete 
Um, it's on YouTube. It's got Brandon Marshall, Chad Johnson. Um, they have T. So the episode I was watching had T.O. on it as a special guest. They were talking about Hall of Fame voting, and Chad Johnson was on that joint talking about like, yo, I deem myself as a Hall of Famer because of what I did in my career, and everybody knows that story about how he, how he, you know, he made his own Hall of Fame jacket and put it on, but he also talks about how like he was the originator and like kind of one of the creators and is on the route much rush more of celebrating and bringing the fun and antics to the NFL and the fact that they now have a celebration cam and you got Juju Smith Schuster out here and you got Odell Beckham Jr. out here doing all the things that he was doing that he was getting fine millions of dollars for he said I need that bread back and T.O. co-signed it as well. And they said that they may or may not be um, writing up a grievance against the NFL. I don't know how true it is. You know how Chad likes to talk. But it's a legitimate topic to have and a legitimate conversation to have because how is the NFL just going to make all this money and profit and off of something that they tried to restrict? Only it, uh, That was only maybe 10 years ago. I think I would write that shit for him, (laughs) honestly, because he's not wrong at all. Run me my coin back for what you are now trying to prosper off of and connect to a new audience. He said, he said, he said, bring me my money. (laughs) Bring me my money. He said, bring me my money. (laughs) No, Tia, as soon as they they hit that joint and they they win, Tia will be, hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. With your broke ass. Like, bro, y'all cannot have all these, like you said, you cannot have a specific camera (laughs) showcasing people celebrating under the guise and the rules that y'all set for those things to be allowed. And then in the back of your mind, not remember that y'all was finding the guy who made that shit cool. Y'all remember, I mean, you remember when he was out there putt-putt Tiger Woods in with the pie line? You remember when he proposed to the cheerleader on the sideline? Yeah, now Odell proposing to the net. I, you see <laughs> what I'm saying? It's a symmetry. T.O. went, to the, went to, the, to the middle of the star, threw the joint up. Player, player this year tried to do it. I ain't going to say his name. I ain't going to say his name because I traded him on my fantasy team after he did that bullshit, but it's like, he tried to do that. Like, the, the, the cycle continues, and it's like, you cannot showcase this angle of the NFL if you're not going to show love and some type of reciprocated energy to someone who y'all took money away for the very thing that you are now propping up on the pedestal as acceptable and cool. Can't have it. And shit, they need to put him in the Hall of Fame for that. If not... Cause shoot, they didn't shoot. They didn't let my man T.O. into the Hall of Fame because because of his off the field stuff. So why don't that, you put why don't you put that man Chad Johnson in the Hall of Fame for his off the field stuff? Since y'all want to talk about off the field stuff, that's that's my problem. That's my problem in general with Hall of Fame. Period. <laughs> don't let these people who ain't never played no type of sports ever, who just so happen to cover this shit, have a vote on what this guy's career may or may not have as an impact in the history books. No, you can't. You can't tell me there's no argument on the place of the 
fucking planet that says T.O. is not a first ballot surefire Hall of Famer. Can't. Won't. Can't happen. But y'all telling me he's not because you don't like how he treated you in a random post-game post presser when you was playing, when you was covering the fucking Browns? No, bro. <laughs> you cannot tell me, you cannot punish these men who put their blood, sweat, and tears into their sport to get to the Hall of Fame, to hold them out of it because you don't like them as people. You wouldn't know them unless they was playing, if they wasn't playing the sport. So why are you taking that into account? Because that's he treated you a certain type of way? That's this the that it. Because y'all put Ray Lewis in the hall. He killed some people. Chill. He got, I mean, it was, it was, he did, he did kill somebody, but he I was absolved of that. So there's. Talking about characters and all that. I mean, so yo, you can't do those damn sit-ups in your, in your, in your driveway, but yo, Ray, come on over here, bro. We like how you preach. No, it don't work like that. I don't like it. They <laughs> hold Barry Bonds out because he steroid user. Your whole your whole sport is founded on steroids. And cheating. The Houston Astros cheated and y'all acknowledged that your commissioner called the championship a piece of metal. But Barry Bonds can't get it because he was doing it by his lonesome. I guess, man. I'm I, guess cool. it, I guess it's just to be determined. It is to be determined. <laughs> We're gonna, I, I, I'm a, we're gonna have to look up some stats because I need to see how the. Never mind. It's, it could be determined. <laughs> we're gonna see what happens next week. Haha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you not <laughs> 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 Is this not why you are here? Fuck this. Man.